Hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Life. On this exciting episode, I'm going to have an open mic set that's unlike any other. I'm bringing back a few bits, but also hitting up some new ones. I'm going to be first talking about the time spent writing on Facebook. I'm also talking about how I wish my girlfriend was just a tad bit racist. I'm also bringing back why the Jungle Book was unrealistic as fuck. And I'm also talking about how an invention from Back to the Future 2 would have saved Trayvon Martin's life. All right here on this week's episode of This Comics Live, episode 18. Let's check it out. This is D. Williams with this comics live. Yeah, you can't see me, guys, but maybe you can hear it through the microphone. But I'm dancing, man. I'm dancing. Uh, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Eat your heart out, Timberlake. Eat your heart out, Bieber. Mm, mm. You too, Usher. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, slowing it down for the ladies. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Can you hear it? It's flowing, and it's moving, and I'm talking about my dick. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll stop dancing and let you guys know that thank you again for tuning in to This Comics Life with your host, me, D. Williams. I am the only open mic comedian that is sharing with you his open mic sets week by week, uh, the failures, the pitfalls, even maybe a laugh or two. People somewhat laugh at me from time to time, and it's enjoyable. But, of course, this podcast is all about the misses mainly. It's all about the times they don't laugh, and we figure out why they didn't. Maybe it's usually because I'm saying it for the first time, and they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> because I haven't made it funny yet. That's the thing about comedy, is that there's like a... There's like a art hierarchy when it comes to comedy. Like, I swear, people don't like you when you're first coming out. You know, when you're just trying your best, you're just trying to make people laugh, people will scrutinize you just as much as if you're a professional comedian. You know, if you're just open, open mic musician or an open mic poet, people will definitely give you a pass when it comes to, oh, they're not professionals, but let's give them a chance. Oh, he only knows how to play five chords? Well, that's more than I do, so I will still think that this guy is talented as fuck and go to bed with him later and, you know, do all the crazy things I wouldn't do with that comedian because I like musicians more than I like comedians. <laughs> And I don't know what it is, but people love it. People Like, I've been to a lot of mixed open mics, and people always will 
like scrutinize and maybe it's just me but i've i've noticed like people will play one bob dylan song on a guitar or one you know bonnie Raitt cover and people will get standing o's and people will be like whoa look at that guy that guy sang a fucking tune that i could have sang in my sleep (laughs) speaking of other talents that i wish i had is dancing oh man this like every time when this like Black Betty song comes on and like I start dancing because like like you can tell I'm sure you guys did when you heard it first come on on this podcast you're like hmm man this is jamming yeah yeah oh I love it I love it and then if you were white somebody looked at you and probably went hey bro stop dancing just they gave you that look like dude you're white man you can't dance to that shit <laughs> and. I know I've had that happen all through my life. Like, I know I have rhythm. Like, I know I've played music. I've I've been in band. I know how to march. And I'm not saying, like, oh, since I know how to march, I know how to fucking, like, break and pop and lock and shit and do all these crazy moves. But, like, why not let me try to do those moves and not let me go, like, hey, dude, look at the color of your skin and sit down. <laughs> Because I bet, you know, certain races, they get a pass. You know, you don't even need to be that, you know, gifted in the, like, rhythm. I've known a lot of black guys that aren't gifted in rhythm and don't have a lot of, like, you know, uh, they can't do, like, complicated maneuvers and dance moves and stuff. But I guarantee you, if they felt it and they were drunk enough and they went onto the dance floor at a party, people would be like, oh, yeah, man, that guy's feeling it get with it oh yeah Mm, mm. but if it was the same thing with me they'd be like oh dude hey 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 hey, calm down man get get over here go sit over here man just don't don't even try we know that you're gonna try to like make a fool of yourself and it's like yeah that's what dancing is Dancing is always one minute from, like, making a fool of yourself versus, like, the next minute where you're like, oh, shit, man, did you see what that guy just did? Damn, that was funky fly fresh. (laughs) And speaking of that, like, they even have a song that's like, play that funky music, white boy. It's not like, hey, play that funky music, white boy, and get on the dance floor, too, because we want to see your dance moves. No, it's like, play that music while we can dance but just stay behind the turntables, bro. <laughs> it's like, play that funky music, white boy. Lay down the boogie and never come on the dance floor until you die. <laughs> or we will kill you. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That got a little bit morbid right there. <laughs> They're going to kill you because they went on the dance floor? Whoa, I need to change it up. Palate cleanser. <laughs> have an excellent idea let's change the subject oh yeah it's labor day guys yep what are you doing on labor day i know i probably shouldn't have even had an episode out because it's a holiday and i could have told everybody go like fuck off like nope but i'm a professional i'm what you guys call a committed podcaster and i put out an episode every week even if it is on a holiday and you guys aren't going to download it until tuesday or maybe even wednesday but i will do it for you guys and Man, this summer is still going to be summer for a whole two more months because I don't know about you, but it is fucking hot where I'm living. And it's not going to be any colder anytime soon. 
people always say that this is the official end of summer. You know, it's always Memorial Day is the kickoff, and then Labor Day is the end. But, it, you know, if you want to look at the, like, vernal and uh, nocturnal equinoxes, I don't know. Vernal and ternal? I don't know. <laughs> if you look at the equinoxes, they're not for a few more days, so that's going to be cool. But once we get into daylight savings and then it gets dark really quick, that's when I feel like we're going to get into some cooler days really quick. And I'm into that because I don't know about you guys, but I love the winter more than the summer. And maybe I just say that when we're in the middle of summer. <laughs> and maybe when I we're in the middle of winter, I'll be like, oh man, I can't wait for summer. Man, it's going to be so cool. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I think that's maybe what uh, people are always about is like, whatever it is not, they're like, yep, that's what I wish it was. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking hot. Man, I wish it was cold. Oh, it's cold. I wish it was fucking hot. <laughs> but yeah, it's what I love about the fall is always the holidays. The holidays in the fall are always better than the fall than the winter holidays. And I'm not talking about like, you know, uh Christmas. I'm talking about like the early, you know, January, February holidays. Like those so holidays can go, you know, suck a dick. You know, Valentine's Day, even my birthday, which is on February, I could be like, eh, who cares? I don't, I don't really care about that. But like Thanksgiving and Halloween and even like Arbor Day, <laughs> I would even be like celebrating a little bit more about because those holidays are like, you know, actual holidays. We get to dress up for some stupid reason on Halloween, and we get to go get free candy everywhere, you know, if you're a kid, or we get to, you know, go get drunk and have, a, like, a cool, like, you know, party here and there, and then, of course, like, Thanksgiving is obviously, you know, food and everything like that, but... Those are the holidays that, like, I don't know. I think it's like there's a half, there has to be a holiday for every month of the season or every month of the year. There's a holiday or a birthday or something. Like, we gotta be celebrating everything. Like, I swear, we are celebrating something every weekend. <laughs> and it's awesome because why not celebrate just celebrating itself? <laughs> but. Before we get into more celebrating, let's celebrate my open mic comedy prowess and fortitude for giving you guys another awesome set, which is a collaboration of a few different open mics all throughout the OC area. Well, I shouldn't really say OC, more like Long Beach and the Beaches area. Uh, there's one from... Um, the wine bar over here in downtown Long Beach. Also the beautiful black light lounge, of course. And I think there is even a little bit of a brick set in there. Anyway, let's get all into those few sets. It's about eight minutes. So it's, uh, yeah, going to be awesome. And of course, when we get back, I'm going to be talking all about the sets that hit and missed right here on This Comics Life. Let's do this. It's like they're in the olden days. 
It's like every Facebook post has to be like this huge soliloquy of like their emotions and how much this is like affecting their lives and stuff. It's like they're writing a letter like from Romeo and Juliet where you're like, oh my god, Doth husband, have you heard of the news about Trump? I need to tell you about how much of a douchebag he is. And you just write this huge long soliloquy, and then you stamp it with like this wax pendant, and you send it off on, you know, this journey, and then it eventually gets to them like three months later. Like people use that same fervor for a fucking Facebook post that's gonna just be read in like two seconds and just be like out in the evening. You're like, dude, this thing takes a second to read and people aren't gonna care. So write it like it's like a second's worth of like words. Like stop using all this shit. Like I'm, I'm tired of it. I see so many people, like, on this, like, rest in peace, Gene Wilder thing. Like, everybody becomes, like, fucking poets when they, like, see that somebody died. And you're like, dude, when was the last time you fucking watched Young Frankenstein? Or Blazing Saddles? You didn't do any of those shit. But now you're gonna, like, write a page about how much you love this person. And you're like, you don't fucking love it. You just love the fact that you can put how much you love him on Facebook. So, how many of you guys have uh, significant others or, you know, spouses or whatever? No. No? Nobody? Alright, few guys. Well, just imagine if you are single, would you do this with your next suitor? Uh, a lot of people have, you know, one thing that they would want to change about their uh, spouse. You know, something that totally annoys them. But it's not like something that would, you know, cause a breakup. It's just something that, it's just a little pet peeve. You know, something that's just like, like my girlfriend, for instance, is a real big picky eater. And I, I've just come to the realization that I think I would change her being a picky eater for her being just a tad racist. And I'll tell you why. Like, every time we go out to dinner, it's a fucking ordeal. Like, she particularly hates spicy food. Like, one time, for instance, we were at a party, and she took a chip and just put it in some, you know, what she thought was salsa, and went, oh, this is so spicy. What is it? And the host literally said, it's just tomatoes. <laughs> and that's what I want to change. I wish she could just change her pickiness because, like, I'll tell you, like, if we could go out to dinner and we could have a whole meal and she said, oh, man, that meal was great and it wasn't spicy at all and it was just awesome. I wish we didn't sit next to those black guys. I would totally be like, that's fine. I'll deal with that. And believe me, the black guys over next to us are thinking the same thing, just a little different. They're just thinking, man, why did they sit those white guys all right out of a sudden? We've been sitting, waiting for a table for 15 minutes. What the fuck? Man, this is bullshit. And that's 
why I would like my girlfriend to just be a tad racist because it could deal, you could deal with it. Something with a picky eating, you can't deal with. It. You just gotta live with it. You guys, have you seen Jungle Book, the new version? Yeah. Yeah? That shit is unrealistic as fuck. <laughs> that movie, and I'm not talking about like the talking animals or the larger than life like orangutan. I'm talking about that kid's loincloth. <laughs> it never falls off the entire movie. No matter what shit he gets into, it never falls off. And that is unrealistic. Because if you guys take a toddler, dress him up in a loincloth, push him down the stairs, see how quickly that loincloth falls off. I mean, you don't have to do it with your own kid. Do it with, like, somebody else's kid. Man, it is crazy how unrealistic movies are. Have you guys watched uh, Back to the Future 2? Yeah, it's a timely reference, I know. But they're there's all these inventions that people want from Back to the Future. You know, like the hoverboards, flying cars, things like that. But they never talk about the one invention that is awesome as hell. And that is the one bulletproof vest, receipt-making, also sound-effects-making prototype vest that the one bully had from Biff's skin. You guys remember any of that? He had a bulletproof vest that made receipts and also made sound effects. Where is that invention, guys? It's 2016 and we don't have that shit. I swear, if we had that, Trayvon Martin would still be alive. I know. But it is one of those things where, just imagine if he had that vest and, you know, George Zimmerman came up, he could have just shown him the receipt of the Skittles that he had in his pocket right there. Bam. It would have been from the vest. And of course, obviously the vest would have prevented bullets. But even then, even if he didn't get those bullets hit right at his face, he would still have like the, you know, loser horn from like uh, Price is Right, like going over and over through the sound effects machine. It would be so awesome. Like, as the cops are pulling up, you just see his body and it's just like, oh, 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 oh. That'd be so awesome, wouldn't it be? Alright, guys. Hey, yo! Yeah! Alright, guys, let's get into it. The first bit is the Facebook and being <laughs> such a big hassle nowadays. Oh, man, I swear I read every Facebook post, and these posts have to be like at least a half hour out of their day. Or at least, you know, I would hope, you know, most Facebook posts take like, you know, is about as much time as to write it, you know, 30 seconds or however long it takes to, you know, put your uh, text out into the world. But I'm saying, like, these people probably take, like, time and effort just to say that they hate Trump or just to say that, like, Hillary is a fucking bitch or something. Dude, okay, I know you from high school, and I know what your habits were in high school. You didn't write a fucking paragraph in your life and you managed to get through high school somehow. And now you like to put a fucking book reports worth of like information into like why you hate some political party or why you hate the Republicans or why you hate Democrats or whatever. And it's like, shut 
up. You never even talked about this much on like any in any class I had with you. You never said anything about this. And now you're like fucking like knowledge boy central. Come on. Ugh. I just hate it too because now it's like yeah, it's all like grandiose and like so like pomp and circum like I feel like I'm outraged right now and I need to tell you and all people that every American has a God-given right to believe and to live and to have family members kick them in the balls whenever they want and I say that they should let them and I think that any politician that would ever let somebody not do that is somebody that I would not want to you're like oh my god I've read so much where you're just like halfway in you're like I, I don't care I just don't care <laughs> whatever you have to say you could have said and at the end of this message if you're still reading it daryl williams i'm gonna give you a million dollars i wouldn't have i wouldn't have known i would still be like not thinking i'm getting a million dollars because halfway in i would have not read any more <laughs> and i'm sure that's the thing with a lot of uh maybe people that read stuff that i write it's not trying to be that it's not trying to be like you know something that i took time and effort <laughs> maybe it should i don't know <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's stuff that just comes up to my mind it's usually trying to be funny and it's just something that's out there and I'm not trying to like be this huge pillar of uh you know morality or people trying to uh show like hey this is all you know these opinions matter and if you don't have the same opinions that I do like everybody's just trying to get into these like huge squabbles for absolutely no goddamn reason <laughs> It's like you just wake up today and you think to yourself, oh, I'm going to go read Facebook. And then Facebook hits you up and uh, gives you a little like message from your, uh, you know, long lost <laughs> high school friend about how much they hate Trump. And then you're just like, oh, uh, why did I go to this? <laughs> why am I like reading this still? Oh, man. Like, where's the cat video? <laughs> where's the fucking like, uh, you know, ads? Maybe that's now, like, what I want now. I just want, like, a Facebook full of ads. I just, I don't even want, like, the things in between the ads now that, like, used to be, like, cool stories about blogs or people saying, like, hey, look at this photo I took from the uh, Sawdust Festival. No, it's, like, all this crap about how much we hate or how much I love this. And it's, like, always just the extreme both ends of the spectrum. Like, there's no nuance anymore. Ugh. Anyway, let's get into more. Let's get into the second bit. All right. The second bit is this new bit. And that's the thing. And the Facebook bit was just totally like something I, I thought about right off the bat. Uh, I was talking to literally the bartender and the open mic host that were there. Uh, that was at the Blacklight. And, I mean, it was just something that I was really just kind of talking about with people. Like, isn't this weird how, like, people write about how, you know, they write with the amount of fervor and, like, like gravitas <laughs> where they think that this is, like, getting sent across the ocean from like you know with like a horseback and some sort of like you know messenger that's on like you know that has a rifle or something and he's gone like four thousand miles and maybe lost his like you know 
pinky toe because he's like trying to get this message across to the other person and that type of message is what people are putting into every single facebook post it's not like hey isn't that weird how this is stupid and how gene wilder is awesome blah 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 it's like nope we gotta get into this i gotta get my opinion heard and you're just thinking Oh my God. Like it takes a second to get this out into the world. You don't need to spend 400 years trying to get it out there. Just say it and then have it be there. And okay. I understand. Like if you're writing a book or if you're writing an actual thing, that's going to take some time. All right. Maybe think about it for a little bit, but when it's on the internet and it's like just somebody's like mom. Okay. Don't, don't, you don't have to worry about that. Don't, you don't have to take time and effort and tell everybody that you know how much you love or hate something because people don't want to know that. They just don't. <laughs> anyway, but let's get into the second bit, which is my girlfriend being just a tad racist rather than being a picky eater. I would totally turn that in and uh, I would, in a heartbeat, I would totally... Uh, take that because <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's so much easier to live with that. Like if you could just live with somebody that just says odd things or just says things where you're just like, Oh, Oh man, that's a little insensitive, but I'm not saying like actual racists. I'm not talking about like people that are actually going to like do some hate towards some other races and like, you know, put some, uh, you know, action into their hate. I'm just talking about somebody that's just like, ugh, Jesus says random stupid things like, man, why'd they sit in front of us? Or how come they're sitting before us? Or why does that guy have that nice of a car? Did he steal it or something? And you're like, oh, see, it's just little comments that like, would you want to hear them? No, but does it make you still live your life the way you want to live it? Yeah. It does. <laughs> and I'm just saying that it, it might be a good premise. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is. Like, I've, I've used it a couple of times. And here's the thing. It is definitely hard to say this joke with nice couples of black people sitting right in front of you. <laughs> Any type of, like, sensitive joke like this always has me worried as soon as I like notice that there's like the people that I'm about to make fun of sitting right in front of me. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not saying like it's really that even racist of a joke. I think it's really just, you know, uh, something kind of not tame. I think it's just really needs to be worded more. And I think I get a little, uh, lost in the ending. <laughs> I go off on like this, like, you know what? Well, the black couple sitting next to us are probably thinking the same thing. Like, Hey, why did that white fool get sat before us? What the fuck? You know, something like that where like, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of black guys would take their girlfriends and whatever qualm that is, like whatever like pet peeve of theirs they have with them, you know, like, oh, they don't suck my dick enough. So I'd rather have that more than, uh, <laughs> than them saying like, oh man, you know what? I am so racially tolerant and I am always on board with any civil right and anything that has to do with people getting equal treatment. And you're like, okay, I would, I'd take some less of that talk and more of uh, you know, sucking the dick <laughs> or whatever, you know, I'm sure that people would turn that into, you know, something, I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe people don't. Maybe people like people that snore, and maybe you know it's like they're quips. It's they're like, oh, that makes makes them funny, and that makes them interesting and unique and weird. But you know, that's that just makes them them. And you're like, yeah, but I wish I could change that about them really quick, right? <laughs> it just not everything. Just one little thing. Cause I love my girlfriend, and she's great, and she has a lot of other things that I like. Everything about her is great. Except that she doesn't like to eat anything that has any amount of spice just near it. Not even like in it. I'm just talking about like if pepper or like a jalapeno is just on the table and it's like just near the like plate of food that she's about to eat. She won't even eat that. It'll be like, oh, that that taco, it looked at a jalapeno. Now it's too spicy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, there's no jalapenos even on it. And you're like, yeah, but it looked at it. <laughs> it, it thought about it. And now it's too spicy. <laughs> just the fact that the taco thought about the jalapeno, it's just too much for me. So I don't know if that's going to be a good premise or not. I got to like work out the beats, work out the things that like kind of, I don't know, just it, it, sometimes I think I just need to stay away from race at all and like just stay away from everything controversial and try to just make up stupid qualms or just make up stupid premises, not stupid, but just you know, uh, tame observations. Like, try to, like, come up with, like, you know, silly quips about, like, isn't it weird about kitty litter? It's not litter or kitty. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> What's the deal with hipsters wanting a cell phone that also is a sewing machine and makes lattes? <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> See, and I don't know if I could do that or not, because it's just, I, I don't know, who knows? If any of you guys laughed at that last joke, uh, just set me up, <laughs> or write me, and tell me, and I'll just start doing those things more, instead of uh, the, the racial jokes. <laughs> but who knows, uh, I did move into something that does kind of work, though, and that's the ever-popular Jungle Book Mowgli loincloth bit. And I think this is probably the last time you guys will hear it, unless there's a Jungle Book 2, and maybe I'll bring it back. But this is just something that I wanted to bring up because I am doing it, and <laughs> it's, you know, one of those bits that I just love about how unrealistic as fuck yeah, this Jungle Book movie is because no matter how much adventure and craziness he gets into, that loincloth never falls off. And <laughs> I get it. It's a movie. But that's what's weird about movies is that we don't, like, we suspect that type of reality but we still like want reality in our movies but just enough you know we just want certain reality but not the other like you know loincloths can stay on no matter what but gravity still has to exist you know we can have talking animals but water still is needed for those like animals to survive <laughs> you know it's like those types of premises where we can still have you know one reality but then it's not completely real, as in life. <laughs> and I like it, and I think the crowd likes it too. So I won't talk more about it, but we'll get more into the final bit, which is this Back to the Future premise. And I wish I brought it up a long time ago because I'm just now thinking about it. And I wish I brought it up, you know, when Trayvon Martin was actually relevant and maybe when Back to the Future 2 was actually relevant. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I just thought to myself, like, 
if we had that now in this world, we would he would still be alive because like why don't we have that invention? Like we could still like it's probably not that hard to make like a bulletproof vest that also like prints receipts and makes sound effects. Like I don't think that's like hard out of our spectrum. Like scientists, come on. Like <laughs> like I think we could totally do that in like a weekend. If I really put like my effort and like knowledge and know-how to it and like, you know, probably had like a Amazon Prime account, I could probably get like all the products I needed to like make this doable. I think the hardest part would be having to print out the receipts. You know, where is all this paper going to be lodged in like the middle of the backpack or like the middle of the uh, like pre vest or maybe, you know, the vest itself is made out of printable paper. So like it's like best of both worlds, but who knows? Like I think the coolest and easiest part is obviously just the bulletproof vest and the sound effects. Like, you could just do that right now if you just got a bulletproof vest and just taped a cell phone to the vest. Because cell phones have, like, you know, those sound effect apps, and you could just have the app, like, programmed into the vest itself. So that's already probably there. But the fact that we need to have a, a, the third pr- receipt printing out... <laughs> That's the thing that we need out of this invention. And what some what a bunch of foresight that we have. Like, okay, in 1989, they were thinking, like, you know what's going to be popular? And you know what the kids are going to want? Bulletproof vests that print receipts. <laughs> They're going to want to have those receipts. I mean, who doesn't want to be, you know? They're obviously going to be purchasing a lot of stuff in the future. So we're probably going to need those receipts. And, they're, you know, the government's probably going to be very, very into taxes still. So, you know, you want to keep those. But also, it's going to be a dangerous country out there. So we're going to need bulletproof vests that make receipts still, too. <laughs> but... How are we going to get the kids to buy them? What we need is to now have it make sound effects like chickens or whatever. You can have them create every sound that they want right out of their chest. Like who wouldn't want that? <laughs> I don't know. And I obviously tried to like bring it into like, you know, if some part, if some kid obviously had this, they would still be alive. But, you know, obviously it's a little rocky, <laughs> but I think it gets a laugh and maybe, you know, I can just use it for the next uh, unfortunate young uh, child that gets shot by a police officer of some point. Maybe I could turn uh, those lemons into lemonade after that. So hopefully uh, people will still remember the Back to the Future premise. I don't know. I don't know if I'll have to bring it up. I think it's one of those like nerd jokes where I got to like bring it up in the right audience at the right time. So, uh, yeah, it's one of those, like, back pocket jokes instead of, like, you know, those jokes that you just show at every party. (laughs) All right, but uh, I think... That's about it, guys, and I'm hoping that you guys uh, like this one. Uh, There's a few new bits. Maybe I'll try these other ones. Who knows what I'll be doing next. But, uh, yeah, definitely tune in, guys, for a whole lot more. But uh, before we get any further, let me do uh, a little bit of business. All right, yes! You got through another episode of This Comics Life with me, yes, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Racist, a.k.a. 
cool guy that everybody wants to know. All right, guys, but thank you once again for tuning in. This really means a lot. I am glad that you guys are listening and helping out with the numbers and spreading the word. Hopefully, everybody out there is telling one another, hey, you guys, you need to hear this comic's life. It's really cool. It's with this guy that kind of hates himself, but also makes us laugh sometimes. Yeah, let's listen. (laughs) Like, I hope everybody's doing that. But uh, yeah, if you guys do want to check me out on social media, definitely hit me up. Go to This Comics Life on Instagram or Facebook, or you can hit me up on Twitter at The D Stories, or you can go to the archaic email. Take it away, Grandpa. Yes, if you want to write an email like I did back in the day to my sweetie pie love butt, Yes, you can go to thiscomicslivepod at gmail.com and you can use ink and you can use a wax pendant and you can seal it up with a kiss. Uh, thanks. Okay, yeah, do that, guys, if you want. And also, here is the big news. The big news is I'm on my first book show. Yeah! Damn right. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. It's definitely going to be cool. It's called the Red Gorilla Funhouse. It's going to be at the Doll Hut here in Anaheim, Anaheim, California. So if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in the OC area or LA, come on out. It's going to be Wednesday night, September the 14th. It's uh, $5. Definitely come check us out. And also, there's an open mic right afterwards. So if you guys are comedians and you want to uh, try out your stuff, definitely come by after the book show. And there's going to be more laughs to share and tears to share as well and a whole lot more and it's gonna be cool so definitely check it out man this wednesday september 14th at the doll hut in anaheim check it out all right guys if you guys also want to check out me i'm gonna be doing more open mics so definitely hit me up if you want to go see where i'm gonna be hitting up it's gonna be crazy so let me know what you're doing and i will let you know what i'm doing also guys check me out every monday of course because we're doing more episodes like mad and i'm talking about me in the third person and in the plural so yep it's gonna be cool so check me out and do this and tell a million people and also i love you all right guys peace out